there. Welcome to the Oven Hawk, a podcast discussing Star Wars news and nights of the older public. Today we are discussing how Life Day and Sithmas came early this year on Disney Investor Day. Spoiler alert for the Knights of the Old Republic series and the Star Wars films, TV shows, and books. This is where the return of Hayden Christensen begins. Disney Investor Day was on December 10th, 2020, and I thought it would be cool to go over the announcements. Coden wasn't able to join today. Our goal for the first episode of next year is to cover the KOTOR 2 on mobile, and we'll have his thoughts on uh, the Disney Investor Day announcements. So stay tuned for that. I'm going in the order of what was announced uh, for the Star Wars TV shows, but the first show they mentioned was the Ahsoka Limited series. It's going to be starring Rosario Dawson and coming to Disney Plus winter 2021. It'll be in live action, of course, and it will be part of the Mandalorian timeline. Dave Filoni and John Favreau are going to be in charge. And then uh, I just wonder if Ezra and Thrawn are going to appear, but like, let's be real, they're, they're gonna appear, like, they're going to, so. And the thing about the Ahsoka logo, I don't know if they were just, like, pressed for time, and they needed just, like, a random logo, but it reminds me a lot of the Fallen Order logo and the World Between Worlds, so I wonder if that'll come into play, but I think it'll be fun. And I'm a fan of Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. And it, it took me a little while to get adjusted to her look, but I, I'm down for it. I think she's a great actress, and she portrays Ahsoka Tano well. And I'm always excited for uh, Filoni's take on this character. The next show that was announced was Rangers of the New Republic, and... I have to admit that I had a tragic dyslexic moment and I thought the logo read Knights of the Old Republic and I was like, <gasps> and then I was like, oh, it's Rangers of the New Republic. And like one day there will be a Knights of the Old Republic adaptation. And personally, I hope it's more of a movie than a series because I think it would just take more money to really, to really realize the the signature look that I think you would need, like kind of reimagining the Star Wars universe 4,000 years before the original films, but that's a topic for another day. The Rangers of the New Republic will be also spearheaded by Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau and be on the same timeline as Ahsoka and The Mandalorian, and it'll be live action, and it will arrive late 2021. And then... Here it is, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So uh, in the past, I believe it was going to be called the Kenobi film and then the Kenobi series, and then it went from Kenobi to Obi-Wan Kenobi. This project has had a lot of stops and starts. Originally, it was going to be five years after Revenge of the Sith, and then it 
ticked up to seven, and now finally it's going to be ten years later. We kind of documented some of the news and rumors about the Kenobi series in episode 20 of our podcast, if you want to listen to that, but in one of the original treatments, Obi-Wan was going to protect a young Luke and Leia. There were just a lot of similarities with that story and the Mandalorian where the Mandalorian is protecting baby Yoda and it's like we need to have you know some other stuff happen so then they kind of recalibrated and even if there's like behind the scenes like troubles like that doesn't automatically doom you I mean Rogue One they pulled off a pretty good movie you know and they had troubles so troubles don't necessarily have to doom you it was rumored that in the original treatment that Darth Crate was going to appear as a villain who is a Legends character who posed as like a Tusken Raider. But I'm okay with losing Darth Crate because we were getting Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. And this was like the shocker news for me that kind of like put me into like a euphoric coma. I think this is when I felt 40% of the happiness that I felt in all of 2020. So, I mean, this whole day, like, it's good I kind of work remotely because if I were at an office, I would not be paying attention to anything just during the whole Disney Investor Day. But Hayden Christensen is back. I've always had a crush on him, and he wasn't really given a shot and I think he's a good actor and I'm just happy he's returning and getting a second chance so Kathleen Kennedy said that the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is going to feature the rematch of the century and I'm excited for that some people are concerned about the canon but when I kind of look at it I'm like I kind of think like they maybe had a little bit more history you know and in the old legends ben did leave tatooine for a little bit for one last mission where he accompanied ferris olin and so i am cool with it i'm sure they will leave the timeline intact i can see why some fans are concerned about like the like lucasfilm just kind of going like oh fan service darth vader another hallway scene you know kind of spectacle over story but listen deborah chow is going to be directing this show is probably in the best hands that it could be in she knows how to execute action and capture the heart of a story and i have full faith in her to emphasize story and character and give something that that all fans will love. I'm very looking forward to this. So, And one cute detail that was pointed out is that the last eye in the logo is Obi-Wan's lightsaber. So, good for you, person with 2020 vision. This is set to film in March and to be released in 2022, and it cannot come soon enough. Then Lando was announced. Dear White People's Justin Simeon will be directing. There is no word yet if the Lando will be Billy D. Williams or Donald Glover or both. Will Jana be in it? It'll be interesting to see. 
I'd prefer to see both, but if it has to be one, I think I would prefer uh, Donald Glover, but we'll see what happens. And then uh, The Acolyte. Leslie Headland of Russian Dolls fame is helming this, this series, and I'm so glad that they are finally moving around in the timeline. This show is going to be a mystery thriller set in the final days of the High Republic. And the High Republic is a time period 200 years before the Phantom Menace. And it'll be a shadowy series kind of following some dark siders. And maybe we will see a baby Plagueis, but I'm really looking forward to this one because just a different setting. And if it does well, I, I would think that there would be more uh, shows kind of moving back in the timeline. Not that I'm just always looking for Knights of the Old Republic adaptation, but I am. But I, I do definitely think we will see some more High Republic shows, and next month is when the High Republic starts coming out, so it'll be cool. And then Andor, a prequel series to Rogue One, is set to have 12 episodes with a cast of 200. Uh, it's in production right now, and it will be released in 2022. Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk are going to return, and then they will be joined by Stellan Skarsgård, Fiona Shaw, and Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma. I wonder if Mon Mothma is going to be able to wear something new other than, like, her white gown with, like, silver tassels, you know, and, like, a headdress, like, I want Genevieve O'Reilly to have more than one outfit, that's all I'm saying. So, yeah. But this show is described as a tense, nail-biting spy thriller. And I love Mission Impossible. And I kind of hope it kind of captures uh, the feeling of the Mission Impossible films or the original TV series. And also kind of feels like James Bond. I think that would be fun. And... Maybe, just maybe, Cassie and Andor has a sister named Cassia, so that could be cool, you know? We'll see. And then I think Patty Jenkins knocked it out of the park with her Rogue Squadron announcement, and it'll be released December 25th, 2023. She was rollerblading kind of like at an airport and she was talking about how her father served in the Air Force and died in service when she was seven, and how she always wanted to capture, capture a story that combines the speed, tragedy, and triumph of what it really means to fly and fly in service. And I think that announcement video really captured the passion. So this movie will be about X-Wing pilots. I'm not sure if it'll be focused on the original trilogy or sequel trilogy or somewhere beyond that, but it'll be interesting. I mean, if they do kind of focus it on the original trilogy, it could be connected to Rogue One in a way, you know? Like, maybe they're connected to the second Death Star where many Bothans died, you know? But this movie will be released in theaters. Cross your fingers and... I'm very excited. The Taika Waititi film 
was mentioned, he is writing with Christy Wilson Cairn from 1917, and there was really no information given, but it will be released December 25th, 2025, and I kind of am speculating if it's going to be kind of about Mortis or the Prime Jedi, so we'll see what happens. I'm curious to hear more story details and maybe get a trailer. And then there's a droid story. It's an animated movie about a new droid who goes on an adventure with R2 and 3PO. And that's about all I know. There's not a release date yet. We'll get more information when we get it. And then The Bad Batch. They say it's going to be released 2021. I wonder if it'll come out early 2021. That would be cool. And it's a... Clone Wars spinoff, it has the same animation style as Clone Wars, so I love it, you know, already for that reason. And in this series, the Bad Batch faces the transition from Republic to Empire, and it focuses on their transition to finding a new purpose in the changing galaxy. And... In episode 2187, we referenced a tweet saying, like, from someone saying, like, we'll continue the story. Now that tweet makes sense. I'm not in love with the characters from The Bad Batch, but I'll give it a go. Like, it looks like, it looks like Clone Wars Season 8, so, like, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> the next show announced was Star Wars Visions. I'm actually really pumped for this. For a lot of people, this is like, eh, whatever, you know? But for me, I'm very excited. Uh, George Lucas was very into art and kind of experimentation and, like, Japanese cinema and animation. So in the spirit of, like, George Lucas, I, I'm very excited to see what happens here. It sounds experimental. They're going to get an original series of ten animated shorts by different Japanese anime creators. It'll come out 2021. I wonder if it'll be just kind of recreating moments from the movies. Just imagine it, like the Petranki arena in Attack of the Clones, the duel of the fates, Anakin versus Obi-Wan, the Death Star run, No, I Am Your Father, and just all the moments from the sequel trilogy and Return of the Jedi, just imagine those as, like, short animated films, you know? Like, kind of like Galaxy of... Is it called Galaxy of Heroes? I, I like those little animated shorts, uh, but I think this will be kind of a plus version of that. But uh, let's just take a quick break, and we'll be back with some of the other Lucasfilm adaptations shortly. So we are approaching the holidays, and you could be at a small, intimate, socially distant Christmas party where you're safe. You could be the normal person there, or 
you could promote your favorite podcast to people. I mean, other people are going to be talking politics or sports, but you could be the cool person to mention a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic podcast and send it to all of your friends in a text message or, you know, mention it on your social media or, like, just bring it up, you know, like at holiday parties. Like, I think that's what people really need this year more than ever, you know, is to hear about the Ebon Hawk podcast. And, you know, like, if you feel inclined to give a five-star review or encourage your friends to give us a five-star review, like, I think it'll make 2020 worth it. So, yeah, that is that is a plug. It's probably not the best plug, but as we kind of end this year, we're looking to next year kind of starting a Patreon and getting some merch ready, but, like, the more people who know about our podcast, that helps us make stuff happen sooner. So we're always grateful to you, and this podcast has been one of the bright stars for me this year and just making episodes for you guys it it's fun you know like I, I love doing this and you guys are great so thank you and may the force be with you all right so some of the other Lucasfilm adaptations that were announced were the fifth and final Indiana Jones movie a children of blood and bones movie and a willow Disney plus series so the Indiana Jones film was confirmed to be the end of the Indiana Jones film series. I'm sad about this. Indiana Jones is fun and a heck of a ride, but in a way, I think Indiana Jones is forever. There could always be an animated series or another young Indiana Jones series. I think it'll be around for the long term, you know? And this movie, the fifth and final installment will it will star of course Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. They're still working on the script. Part of me is like I wonder if any of the old treatments will factor into this movie like if it'll be at a haunted house or it'll be something totally new. It'll be fun. But James Mangold of Logan will be directing and I believe Steven Spielberg and George Lucas are executive producers. The original producer, Frank Marshall, will be back producing. And fun story, I believe that Kathleen Kennedy's first film credit was Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is where she met George Lucas. And uh, George Lucas put her in charge of uh, Lucasfilm before he left. So, yeah. And then Children of Blood and Bone, I believe that the Mandalorian director Rick Famuyiwa will be directing this adaptation. It, it will be a film based on Tommy Adeyemi's New York Times bestselling novel. I'm currently listening to it on Audible, and I got it for my friend for Christmas. And if you're listening, this is why you listen, because then you know what you're getting for Christmas before it's Christmas. It'll be Lucasfilm's first adaptation, I believe, so I'm down for it, and what I've heard is great so far. I had professors recommend it to me highly. Now I'm finally getting around to it, and I can see why they recommended it, and I'm excited for this adaptation. It's based on 
West African mythology, and it definitely has some like Joseph Campbellian roots. I think like it's it's a good hero's journey story. So, and then Willow is a going to be a sequel series on Disney Plus coming in 2022, and it's a sequel series, of course, to the 1988 film directed by Ron Howard, starring Warwick Davis and Val Kilmer. And the new series will be directed by John M. Chu of Crazy Rich Asians fame. And I was kind of surprised, like, oh, it's not going to be Bryce Dallas Howard directing, but who knows? Um, maybe she'll direct one of the episodes. I think it'd be fun. Or maybe she can cameo, you know? But, yeah, John M. Chu, I loved Crazy Rich Asians. Like, I think I was laughing for like 110% of Crazy Rich Asians, so the math checks out. Let's take a quick break and I'll share with you my ranking of the upcoming projects. of the upcoming Disney Plus series. So number one for me is the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. I was a prequel kid. I grew up with the prequels and they're like my favorite. It's a Greek tragedy put that film and I love the lightsaber fights. Anakin, Padme, and Obi-Wan are are the trio that I, I love and we're going to have Anakin and Obi-Wan again, but here they will be Ben and Vader. You know, they're taking on new roles, so it's going to be fun. And helmed by Deborah Chow, like, how can you beat that, you know? And then number two for me is the Acolyte, because we're moving around in the timeline. It's just interesting to move things back to the High Republic and... It's just going to be new, like new to Legends, new to Canon. It's just new. It's going to be fun. And I want to move that timeline back. So we're getting there. And then I am excited for Andor. And I always loved Rogue One. I always loved Diego Luna. I always love spy shows, and I'm like, this could really be a good spy show in space. Like, combine Mission Impossible with Star Wars, and it seems like we're getting that, so I'm thrilled. It'll be a good series, and some people are like, no one's excited for it. I'm like, well, I am, and I know others are too, so like, it's fine to be excited for this. And then, plot twist, the next one I'm excited for is Star Wars Visions. I just think it's going to be cool and exciting to see some different takes on the Star Wars saga. And I love seeing different perspectives, and I, I'm excited. So it's, it's my number four. Then five is Ahsoka. Live-action Ahsoka, Rosario Dawson, Dave Filoni. Need I say more? It's going to be awesome. Like, the only way it could be more awesome is if we kind of get live-action Rebels sequel series, you know? Maybe this is it, you know? Maybe we'll get a spin-off to this, which is also a Rebels sequel series. Like, 
we could get live action Ezra, Thrawn, and Sabine, and Rex. It it could be cool. So I'm excited. And then the Bad Batch. As I said, I'm not too big on the characters, but I'm big on the Clone Wars animation style. So I'm pumped for that. I'm basically pumped for everything on this list, but I love quantifying things into an order. So I'm just telling you guys what order I put them in. And then there's Lando. It could be cool. You know, I love Donald Glover. I'm currently rewatching Community. And I think that it would be cool if Billy D. Williams and his daughter Jana return too. So we'll see what happens. Rangers of the New Republic, I'm like, I'm not against it. It's just like, I'm like, cool. I feel like Ahsoka and the Mandalorian have me covered, but maybe they'll do some world building for the sequel series and I'll end up being like, it was amazing. But we'll see. A droid story isn't really pulling me personally, but I think that if you are going to make a film, I do think it makes sense to really utilize droids. It's something unique to Star Wars, just like all the droids they have. So yeah. And then I would say the movies, because I don't really know anything about Taika Waititi's at the moment. I'm more excited for Rogue Squadron, but I'm sure I'm going to love both of them. And then the non-Star Wars projects, I would say I'm definitely most excited for the Indiana Jones, followed by Children of Blood and Bone, and then Willow. So, yeah, you'll have to let us know what you guys think of our ranking and what you guys are most excited for. And you can find us on Instagram at Podcast, and then our podcast, The Evan Hawk, can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, as well as everywhere else that Anchor Podcasts are distributed. Subscriptions, reviews, and shares help us out immensely. And our email is evanhawkpodcast at gmail.com. You can email us your questions and business inquiries there. And then Coden can be found on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash codenbon. And he typically streams Thursday evenings, 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And then his Instagram is also Code and Bond. And our intro and outro themes were composed by Alistair Shoreman at alistairsounds.wixsite.com forward slash Alistair Sounds. And then our transition music was composed by Christian Walker at christianwalkermusic.com. This has been the Ebon Hawk Podcast. May the force be with you. We'll be back soon. Bye for now.